Bold Kingdom Ministry. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's Friday. We made it through another week. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, we're continuing on today in our study of Acts chapter 19. Today we're going to be looking at verses 8 through 10 and finishing out this first section of Paul's uh, um, ministry in Ephesus. And so before we go into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again. Lord, you've seen us through another week. Your mighty hand has led us, uh, and we are now at this point. We thank you, Jesus, that we have this opportunity to pause and reflect um, as we prepare for the weekend, and we give you thanks, Lord God. Father, speak through your word. Uh, We're hungry after you, and um, Lord, we're grateful for all that you do in our lives and all that you are and all that you provide. You're so, so good to us, and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my friends, here is Acts 19, 8 through 10. And he, Paul, entered the synagogue for three months, spoke boldly, reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God. But when some became stubborn and continued in unbelief, speaking evil of the way before the congregation, he withdrew from them and took the disciples with him, reasoning daily in the hall of Tyrannus. This continued for two years, so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. So, um, Paul continues on uh, in the synagogue there in Ephesus. Uh, Luke tells us in verse 8, for three months, pretty long stretch, 90 days. Um, And the activity about which Paul focused himself while he was there is as Luke says in verse 8 also, boldly reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God. So he was taking a bold stand, preaching the gospel, reasoning with uh, those who were curious and those who um, were probably uh, super pessimistic um, and uh, was busy about that work for um, three months. But we're uh, told in verse 9 that there were some in the mix who were stubborn and continued in unbelief. Their hearts were not open to the gospel. They were hardened to the message of the gospel. And what did they do? As we've seen so many times before in the book of Acts, they stirred up trouble. (laughs) They started speaking evil of the way of Jesus and those who follow it before the congregation, before the synagogue. And um, the trouble must have been intense enough. They must have flipped enough people against Paul that Luke tells us he withdrew from them and took the disciples with him. And they went into a place called the Hall of Tyrannus. They continued for two years with them uh, so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. Paul's singular focus And I love that Luke gives us timelines here. He's three months there in the synagogue. He's two years in the hall of Tyrannus doing the same thing, reasoning daily with people, uh, teaching and preaching about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, There's a persistence there. Uh, There's a desire uh, behind all of that to reach people. And Paul was not satisfied until all of the residents of Asia, both 
Jews and Greeks heard the word of the Lord. He was committed to that work, and he was committed to as many people as possible hearing it. He was very focused. Um, I think there were probably few people who have ever served the Lord (laughs) with as much drive and determination as the Apostle Paul, the great evangelist of the New Testament. And I am moved by his witness and example, and I hope you are too. Uh, How many times my own witness has wilted under much less pressure (laughs) and under much less trouble, and I suppose you can uh, reflect on that for yourselves as well. Um, Paul models a great example of staying at it, of boldly witnessing uh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ in the world, no matter who his detractors and who his opponents are, no matter what kind of trouble they stir up for him, he stays at it. And we ought to as well. And with the Lord empowering us, with his spirit filling us, we can stay at it too. Now, it's not to mean that things don't get discouraging. It's not to mean that in, in our flesh, in our hearts of flesh, we don't uh, feel broken down by the the walls that we hit and the obstacles that we must overcome. Um, But that's when we lean into Jesus all the more uh, so that we will stay at it and stay focused on uh, our part of the work of the kingdom. We're just one little tiny part, but we're an important part. And Paul affirms that in his teachings in uh, some of the letters in the New Testament, saying every part matters, whether you're a hand or a finger, an eye or a toe, a kneecap, whatever, your part matters. It's all part of the uh, kingdom purposes of God being accomplished in the world. And so stay at it, my friends, and may Paul's encouragement be a boost uh, to our ministries and to our uh, witness in the world. All right, my friends. Well, hey, God bless you as we uh, enter the weekend together. And uh, may your weekend be a time of rest and encouragement and refreshment. Get out there and enjoy some fresh air and look for things that you can do where uh, you don't have to think so much about uh, all the stuff going on in the world, but you can really just zero in on the moment and, and on the presence of God with you. Take care. God bless. We'll be back at it again next week, Lord willing.